Good morning. Welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 40. Sam, are you tired this morning? This is Sam. (laughs) Yes, I'm very tired. How about you? Yeah, Sam decided to wake me up at 5 a.m. to podcast. Um, And it's 5.47. (laughs) I messed around. Yeah. Showered, got ready for life, chatted on the phone for a bit. You know, just got everything primed this morning and ready. Oh, yes, you did. Um, got those vocal cords primed. Had to. Had to, had to get them moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get them vibrating. And guess who gets the second cup of coffee? I got. I went down and got the coffee faster than Sam, so you got a lot left. Are you running low? I'm out. Fuck. How are you surviving? Dude, I'm... I could just fall asleep. You, want, you can go make another pot real quick if you want. Are you going to just chat with our friends? Yeah, I'll just chat. Okay, sounds good. Okay, Sam's going to make another pot of coffee. Well, gang, you get to hear my lovely voice for a few minutes. Um, Sam and I are kind of thinking of uh, adding a, a podcast uh, day, another day to our week. Um, and we're thinking about doing kind of a, um, just a chat uh kind of bullshitting around podcast. Um, so we'll we'll have two podcasts in a week. One that might bring you some value and, and some information. Um, and then one that's going to bring you probably no value at all. Maybe you'll get a laugh or two. I, I don't really know. Um, but it's just kind of nice to come on and, and chat, chat about things. And um, it, it just gets things flowing not too often do sam and i just sit down and talk besides in car rides for an hour straight and let it go wherever with minimal distractions Um, usually when we have conversations we'll get distracted by texts or phone calls or the dog or going and doing things someone else um but podcast, we kind of just dedicate 45 minutes to an hour of just sitting down and chatting. And it's kind of fun to uh, do that. So we want to do it twice a week. Um, so there will be one that will bring you value, hopefully. And there will be one that um, kind of just throws a bunch of random shit at you. So take that for that. I, I hope you enjoy it. Um, if not, I don't care. So cool. Sam's Sam's joining us again, and uh, you explained to everyone what uh, we're thinking. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I told him we're gonna add another one a week, and uh, oh, we're doing another podcast entirely. No, 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 no. We're just adding another podcast a week, like another episode. So like two episodes a week. A week. Does that sound fine? Yeah, we really need to start working on having a buffer of episodes. Yeah, we don't do that. We just wing it and, and uh, so, but yeah, we're going to have to do that. But thankfully, only one of them has to be informational and the other one's just going to be us BSing. That's very true. So it should be pretty easy. I really need to streamline how I edit these. Be a good idea? Yep. Um, yeah. And we could set up video someday because we were going to do that last week. Mm-hmm. And the week before that. Yeah. Yep. Mm. We were going to do video before we even went to Vegas. Yep. 
How'd that go for us? Not good. I'm gonna tell you what. Something about the office being upstairs. I'm like, man, that foreign land up there. How do I get up there to work? It's so far away now. Dude, it is hard mm-hmm. to meander up them stairs to yeah. the office. Like we used to go up these stairs multiple times a day. And every night at about 2 a.m. to take a piss. Well, that's just you. Um, Fuck. Yeah, no. Honestly, house-wise, I know I'm just, just first world problems. But the office not being on the same floor as you, boy, is difficult. Yep. So the only logical thing we can do is sell and move to a house that's got everything on one level. Okay, uh, find me one that you like. Mm. Well, I found a lot of ones I like. Um, they just don't got garages or big enough garages to... Store all of your shit. Hey, guys, I've been realizing lately, I I might be more of a materialist than a minimalist. I... I have no words for you, to be honest. None. None. I've just been noticing recently that, like, God, I like having shit. And and he's been upset about all the stuff he's gotten rid of now. Dude, so guys, you remember, you remember a few months ago when I went on that minimalist kick? And I got rid of a lot of shit. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of shit. Oh, yeah, you did. And um, what I, I got rid of, I bet you... I bet you we got rid of close to $10,000 worth of shit. Oh, yeah. And now here I am. I'm like, fuck. It'd be nice to have some of that stuff still. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little... kicking myself a little bit for that today. Or uh, this, this past couple weeks of bed. But, um, you know, you go through life and you learn things. And... Um, and uh, this is this is one of the things uh, I'm I'm learning. I get these ideas, and you go balls to the wall. Yeah, um, and I think it works out with a lot of stuff. I would say I don't know. Give me some examples. Starting a business. Yeah. I feel like you go balls to the wall, like, starting out, like, starting off, and then you you die pretty hard. Yeah, well, Marie Kondo said I need to do a full cleanse. It's her fault. I bought her books, too. Yeah. Um, I will say, I will say this. What that has helped me realize. So the shit I have typically tends to be useful. Um, so really the only things I'm upset of getting rid of is my uh, like my job trailer where I kept all my tools. Because now those things are kept in a van and in a garage when I could have just had one trailer. Mm-hmm. And so looking back on that, I was like, oh, what do I, I don't need this trailer in my yard. 
I'll just keep the useful tools that I shouldn't get rid of, like in the garage or in the in the work van. And now I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. It would just be so much cleaner in one trailer. And Kyle isn't the cleanest person. Oh, dude, Kyle sucks. Kyle's <laughs> just like, yeah, we could put tools literally anywhere. I'm sorry, Kyle, but okay. I had stuff so organized, and it's gone now. I'd say Kyle's are organization on where he puts tools is is probably a one out of ten on his priority list Ooh, however um now we have pack out boxes what are those um so they're so here's the deal gang pack out box is about a hundred i think they're, i think they're about two hundred dollars at least mine was about 200 his was cheaper okay um they're three tier it's a three tier box system that goes on a rolling cart um and so me in my life i'm like wow two hundred dollars to organize all my tools in hard case boxes so i can pull it into houses to work on and stuff that's just that's too much i'll go buy the two thousand dollar trailer that is your type of logic Anyways, continue. So, so here I am. I'm like, man, I I can't spend that kind of money. That's foolish. Mm-hmm. So I spend ten times the amount, and um, and now that we got those, dude, Kyle's organization has went through the roof. I need to see it to believe it. Hey, I'm telling you, it's just uh, cause. Like there, so the problem is before with a job trailer and with the work van, and you have all these loose tools, Mm -hmm. you just throw it in at the end of the day because you don't feel like crawling up in there and putting it all in the right place, you know. I mean, maybe it was if it was tall enough for you to walk into, like a job trailer, yeah, 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 I won't deny that. Mm -hmm. Um, but so. (laughs) <laughs> yep you're right but anyways um these pack out boxes you just like you have them in the house so then at the end of the day you can put all your tools in it and just roll the cart out to the van and then you just toss the cart in the van mm-hmm. and then you drive the van away and so it's like before we had to individually put the tools and the batteries and like our little, you know, our bit sets, mm, mm-hmm. uh, screws, you know, all that stuff we had to put back on the rack where it belonged. Right, individually. Individually. And now we just have three boxes. Yeah. We roll the boxes to the thing, pick it up, put it in there, and it's done. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And so where, why organizing before was so difficult was because we had to take the bare tools with the bits with the uh, screws, with the uh, batteries, you know. And how often did you have to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? Mul- multiple trips a day. Right. And so you do that and you would just get sick of it. And instead of stepping in the van every time, you just toss the shit in the door and call her a day. Um, we're, we're now with these pack boxes. We just grab them, set them in, and call it a day. That's really cool. It's actually really nice. I bet. Um, 
so and and like having a job trailer would still be really nice for just being able to like have all the tools on site yeah like the bigger stuff i won't i won't deny that mm -hmm. i won't deny that um so you're still gonna be looking for a job trailer so this these packo boxes didn't solve all your problems they solved our organization okay if you say so We've been living with these pack out boxes for about two weeks, so check back in in a couple weeks. There we go. Because, see, you know, like Sam said, I go pretty hard at something. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just... Like, like your grand idea last night? Waking up and going to the gym three days a week in the no, morning? No, Oh. So, Sean only has a... Uh, 1500 truck. So oh, Jesus ton. Christ, guys. Get ready for a fucking... Get ready for a whirlwind. Good. So, with the, with this half ton, it's older, so it doesn't, you know, can't haul as much. And Sean's been um, hauling uh, dump trailers lately. And they're always just slightly over his towing capacity on his truck. And we're pretty sure one of these days he's going to... If the um, DOT's listening to that, that's not true. Um, one of these times he's going to make his transmission go out. Well, see, see, I can usually make about one trip with a, with a dump trailer and it's good. And then like usually going on the second trip for the day, I get a check engine light and the check engine light is a transmission code. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Ooh. Yep. Ooh. So... Sean wants to get a three-quarter ton truck so then he can still haul these dump trailers that we don't own, by the way. <laughs> we, we have to pay to rent them from people we know. Or I have to buy one, and they're just so gall-dang expensive. Right. So Sean wants a three-quarter ton truck so he can haul these dump trailers that we don't usually use, I guess, at the beginning of every project, but that's about it. Well, actually, it's nice to come up towards the end and just load all the rest of this stuff up. Okay. Either way. Well, because if you're at the end of one project, you're going to be at the beginning of the next. Oh, that's really true. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So, Sean, what were the average prices of three-quarter ton trucks? All right, guys. I'm not exactly sure what the fuck has gone on in the past two years, Okay. But I used to look at three-quarter ton trucks and and uh, I used to look at like one tons and and whatnot. And for whatever reason, they were usually reasonably priced. Like um, for example, I had a, 2014 uh this doesn't this isn't three-quarter time but like so i had a 2014 ford f-150 platinum the crew cab six and a half box with uh with the 3.5 eco boost and two years ago it blue booked at nineteen thousand. and so i'm like okay no worries blue books at nineteen thousand. i sold for eighteen thousand when i sold it okay no big deal that that had a hundred thousand miles on it when I sold it, around a hundred, hundred five thousand miles when I sold it. Now that same truck 
is going for $26,000 and the value of it's at $26,000 for like 125,000 miles. So I could have drove that truck for two more years and the value of it would have increased by $8,000. That should not be a thing. So that truck alone in two years, adding 30,000 miles has gone up by $8,000. Now, for whatever goddamn reason, well, chip shortage and stuff like that and and, and Biden and whatnot and COVID and, and all that good stuff. Um, and I, gas prices has yet to play a role in prices of vehicles going down. So I really hope that starts to as gas keeps going up because it keeps going up. Um, but for a goddamn three-quarter ton on a lot, you're 35000 Minimum. Minimum. And that's not new. That's like, it was a, the one, like, I looked at quite a few of them, but one, for example, was a 2016 Dodge 2500. It's got the cloth interior, um, crew cab, six foot box. It's a nice truck. Mm-hmm. I like the truck just because it's simple. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the 5.7, so you know it's going to be a good truck. Had 130,000 miles on it. And they wanted $35,000 for it. I honestly think that Tundra was probably the best deal. It was for working. So there was a 2020. Mm-hmm. There was a 2020 Tundra crew cab long box. It was just the work model, steel wheels, all that. Um, very low miles. Yeah. 40,000. Like- 40, it was just a highway work truck. Um and um, they wanted 41000 for mm-hmm. that. Um, so as far as like a life of a truck, just a work truck that had the 5.7 liter, the, the very the very tried and true um, Toyota engine. So that truck would be like long term, probably the best route for a work truck. Oh, yeah. Because um, those, just... those still haul like 9,000 pounds. Yeah, it was just a really gross red color, though. Gross red, and I'm not sure how familiar you guys are, but Toyota Tundras are typically crew cabs, five five and a half foot boxes, and they usually look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you see a six and a half foot box, but those look good too. A Toyota Tundra with an eight foot box is so uncommon that it looked ridiculous. It was so big and long it just it looked so weird Mm -hmm. for a toyota to look like that it did it threw me off for everything but so that was a half ton but still tundras are built pretty solid and it still tow around nine thousand pounds so it would still work um yeah, I mean, our main issue is just older half tons just don't tow as much as newer half tons can uh Pretty much all the like new five threes though for Chevys just are weak like that too. Okay, but yeah. I mean, Kushan did have a platinum that he got sick of and sold. Stopped. And that uh, definitely could tow his job trailer fine and would have towed the dump trailers fine. Yeah, that thing was ready to tow like twelve thousand pounds. It towed so fucking good. I'm an absolute moron. I sometimes cry at night. We know, Sam. We know. What's wrong with me? I need Jesus. However, let's be real. That truck got shit gas mileage. 
like 13. Did it really get that much? Yeah. Or that little? It was like 13 to 14. I thought it was like, no, it would say 20, but that was like if you were on the highway, it was no, 20. No, no. It was 20 once because I changed out the spark plugs and did an oil change. And spark plugs are 20 bucks in that bitch. So it's $120 to change out the spark plugs. Mm-hmm. I got 20 miles per gallon for like a weekend. We got 20 miles per gallon for a weekend. Yeah, when we were going up to Ashton. Yep. And then I watched it decline from 20 miles a gallon over the next month all the way back to I, I was always stuck around like 13 point. I think it was like 13.9 or something. I was always like, that was just what I sat around. I was like 13.7, 13.9. So what does the Chevy get for gas mileage? 13.9. Yep. Yep. You can't use that as an excuse. <laughs> oh, wait. You're just trying to think of reasons that it was okay to sell it. And guys, guess who wasn't okay with selling it? Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I fucked up. Like... Live and learn. I royally fucked up. I'm just so happy I convinced you to not sell the Corvette because you would have regretted that one. Mm. 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 Yes. Oh yes. Thank you. I would have regretted that up and down mm-hmm. till the end of the end of life. Mm-hmm. I. We we've talked about this on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Sean just loves to have a change of scenery. He can. He just can't like handle. Just having the same things, being in the same place. He just can't do it. My body. I, I go I go fucking mental. That shit, it just, the same thing every day kills me. Um, Maybe we need to change your attitude about it. You know what? We probably do. Mm-hmm. We probably do. Sean's the main reason that we want to sell this house because he needs a change of scenery. He's been in this house too long. It's been almost, it's been almost three years. Almost three years and you still haven't finished the house. <sighs> Dude, ouch, bro. Chill on me. Damn. Hey, guys. This is what you get for waking me up at 5 a.m. to do a if, podcast. If you fucking decide to do home rentals on your own, just know you're never finishing them. Ever. In your personal home, at least. Okay, so, hold on. Let's get back on track. Dude, fuck everybody for letting the prices of trucks go so high. Mm-hmm. Dude, I cannot get over the fact that if you want a diesel that is not a power a Ford Power Stroke 6.0 liter. So if you want a diesel that's not that, just buckle the fuck up. You're paying 40,000 to 50,000. Yeah. It's just how it is. If if you want something that that is going to not necessarily last a long time, but that's in like good shape. Um so like there was a 2016 Chevrolet, or no, yeah, 2016 Chevrolet 2500 LTZ, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you're eating my coffee mug? Yeah. Yeah, we'll tell them in a second. Um, we'll take a picture of it, we'll put it on the, the show oh, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so anyways, um, so yeah, tw- 2016 Chevrolet 2500 LTZ, uh, the Duramax, $51,000. That truck was so... Freaking nice. So nice. I would just drive that thing and smile. $50,000. How, I, I, I honestly don't know 
I don't know how people spend that. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how my mind could allow me to, to spend money so foolishly. Right? Think of how many Legos I could buy with $50,000. Well, we calculated how many fucking dumpsters I can get with that. Oh, yeah. So that was the whole point of this. Is Sean decided that he wanted a three-quarter ton truck so he could haul this dump trailer twice per job. And I asked him how much, uh, what is a 40-gallon rollaway dumpster so, is? So right now I get 40-yard, 40 40-yard 40 rollaway dumpster, and those cost me about $550. Um, and equivalent, I can usually do dump trailers for, you know, probably two to three dump trailers, and that's usually 100, like 75 to 120 a piece. So we'll do... We'll do 120 and a 70. So we're at 190. So I can still get more in a 40 yard, but typically like two dumpster, two uh, trailer loads is usually like a dumpster. Two to three, yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll say two for now, just to keep the number a little lower, or we can go a little higher. We can go a little higher. So 320. Let's go. Uh, meh. No, we'll, we'll go reasonable to make this kind of like a more of a, more of a help, help Sean get a three-quarter ton fund. Let's do that. No. Okay. So why should you get a three-quarter ton? Okay. So um, we're going to say that typically two trailer loads, I'm going to do one heavier and that's going to be about 130, one lighter, that's going to be about a, uh, 75. So we're at about $205. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the to dump the 40 yard is about 550 dollars so 550 minus 205 you know we you know these numbers are pretty strewed we're gonna just say it costs 300 dollars more mm -hmm. so it's 300 dollars more to get a dumpster okay mm -hmm. so if i wanted to upgrade to a truck that and here's the deal i don't want to just upgrade to another piece of shit because i know i'm just going to be looking to upgrade again so I either want to keep the truck I have and just not worry about it or just when I upgrade, I'm going to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Sorry, deal. So we're talking about $300, $300 a, a dumpster more. Okay. Now, the truck is $50,000, mm -hmm. but we got a minus $10,000 because my truck's a $10,000 truck. Okay. So we're at $40,000. Okay. But I also got to buy a dump trailer. Yep. So we're at $50,000. Okay. How many dumpsters until I break even? 15,000. 15,000? Let's be real. What? No, wait. Mental math. Mental math? So, 166 trailers to break even. And that does not include me having to keep up maintenance on a truck and trailer. So, 166 dumpsters. Now, how many dumpsters do we do? Typically, probably get away with two dumpsters for a typical job. Mm -hmm. So that'd be about four trailer loads? Yes. So two dumpsters for a particular job. So divided by two. So that means we can do 83 flips. And a lot of our flips, to be honest with you, only need... One one one, mm. and, and this is this is where it's nice to have the dump trailers because um, we've got a little property um, on Burgeon Ave or Burgeon Street, whatever, that will honestly only take one 
dump trailer. So we can't get a dumpster there. So we'll have to have the dumpster at a different place and then just run truckloads over there mm -hmm. and dump it in the dumpster. And so that's where it becomes inefficient and that's where it gets annoying is because like that property's small and there's not enough shit there to justify bringing in a dumpster. So here's my question though. Yeah. So if you already have to, or for the, like for not, for just having a dumpster. Yeah. You have to put the garbage in the truck and then run the truck to the dumpster. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the exact same as putting garbage in a dump trailer and then going up to the dump and then emptying the dump trailer? Time-wise, probably similar. Mm -hmm. So that's like what I think is like nice about the dumpster is time-wise, you only have to put it in a container once and you don't have to drive somewhere to then dump it. Mm. But, like, I'll still have to load it up in my truck. Well, for this one, yes. the job. Yeah. For this one? For Virgin, yes. For Virgin, yeah. But wherever the dumpster is at, you can just walk outside. And throw it in. Yep. Yeah, that, I mean, I will admit that, that, that. So let's just say we'll be able to do at least 83 jobs before our break even. A minimum of 83. A, a minimum. Yeah, that is a minimum. Yep. That's a minimum. It's probably more like 100. We're just going to round up and say we can do 100 jobs. How many flips do we do a year? Maybe we'll do six. I'm going to shoot. I'm shooting for like six. Yeah. Yeah. So it would, oh, it would take 16 years to break even? Yep. That's a no-brainer. I need a three-quarters on. You're such an idiot. It just makes sense. Oh my goodness. So so anyhow. Um, okay, Mister, I want to sell the Kia Soul because it's gonna take me three years to break even with the gas mileage. Dude, guys, I'm gonna tell you what. So as a lot of you know, I you're buy a lot of cars. And you're filled with logic. Um, so what I like to do once. Like, I know this ahead of buying a vehicle, but spur of the moment, I'm an absolute moron. Um, I sit down and I calculate out how many years is my break even. Mm -hmm. So between, you know, I factor in how many miles I'm driving. Okay. So how many miles I'm driving a month. And I will calculate it for driving my truck. The gas mileage, the insurance, and rough maintenance. Drop that in a spreadsheet. Then I'll do the same thing with factoring in about 80% of the drive time to be with the car because I still need to drive the truck for stuff. So I'll factor in about 80% of the drive time with the car. Um, insurance, maintenance, boom, and I'll calculate that out. My break even to have the Kia Soul, if I'm driving the Kia 80% of the time, my break even is four years. And I promise everybody on here, I will not own that Kia Soul and my truck for five years to make it worth it. We will not. I think the only car we will own in five years is the Corvette. I Honestly, I pray to freaking Jesus above that that statement's true that we only have the corvette in five years yeah oh, okay 
And why I say that is because you need to not let me sell the Corvette when I get stupid. Aunt Polly is all mine. It's not your vehicle anymore. It's oh, is that right? Is that right? She's my baby. Um, I might let Sam have the Corvettes, then I can buy a new one. <laughs> a new Corvette or a new <laughs> car? A new car. Okay, that works. Um, but anyhow, uh, here, here's the deal, gang. Here's, here's the deal. Here's the problem. Everything that we own is in Sean's name. Most of the stuff, yeah. Because it's spur of the moment. It's midday. Sam's working. I'm like, perfect time to buy something and title it. Yep. Yeah. So I think the key takeaways from this is... Sean has a problem. Like, so we did this podcast called The Psychology of Money two weeks ago. Mm Mm-hmm. We did. And, And what I need to do before I purchase a vehicle is I need to sit down and write out why. And then I need to write out the break even. Because if I truthfully did that, I would see owning the Kia is pointless because I'm not going to own it for five years. So if I'm not going to own it for five years, it's not going to be worth owning. Okay. I'll also see that owning a three-quarter ton and a dump trailer, as nice as it would be, will realistically take take me at least 10 years to break even. You know? Well, we just figured it out. 16 years. I know, but I'm I'm going for, like, inflation and me doing more, me doing, like, more jobs in a year and, um, and the vehicle holding value while well, it'll get depreciated and stuff. In this whole Anyhow, the chances of me in in fifteen years, the chances of me in fifteen years still running that? Impossible. There's no fucking way. I honestly There's if, no go ahead. If you if you bought a three quarter ton and dump trailer, I would give it maximum of two years before you sell it. There's no way I would keep that for fifteen years. Even 10 years. Fuck, fuck, there ain't no way I'm keeping it for five years. That's what I'm saying. Two years maximum. And so, to, to, it just doesn't make sense. You're, you're, one of your main issues, too, is, like, you like to make money on things. Sean, Sean knows that, like, he could buy a truck for X amount, and then in a year, sell it for more money than he bought it. He does it. And the thing is... It can be like, I could be making like 500 bucks to 1000 bucks. I'm like, oh, got to do it. Worth it. And then he doesn't think about the fact that he had to pay for titling. I don't think a replacement costs. Yep. I mean, I need, to, I need to use brain. I need to think about money logically and not emotionally. Mm. And so this is why we need the Kia Soul. So it's a manual. And every time Sean doesn't have a manual, he goes and buys another fucking manual. I go and buy one. It don't matter. It does not matter. I go and buy one. Sean constantly buys one. And this is the mm-hmm. nicest one we've had. And this would be the one that, like, I am willing to learn on. But Sean wants to sell it. And then as soon as he sells it, I know he's going to buy a piece of shit manual. And then he's going to be like, man, we shouldn't have sold that Kia. 
Mm. Sam, what's my coffee mug say? Oh, yeah. Sean's coffee mug says, I may look like I'm listening to you, but in my head, I'm thinking about cars. Or just talking about them. Yeah. Sam, I bet you I take up about... Probably about 40% of your mental capacity with what I'm going to do for a vehicle next. Yeah, this is why I keep just pushing you to fucking keep the vehicles we have. I bet. We have have everything we could need right now. We got the cool collectible. We got the manual. We got a truck. We got a piece of shit car. But we need... A three-quarter ten. No, I wasn't saying that. We need another collectible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. Um, that's that's a completely different category, I would say. That's an investment. Um, but then I know for a fact if we don't get a house with another garage or buy the lot next door, um, next winter you're going to be like, oh, man, we just... We just don't have enough room for all these cars. Like, we're going to just have to sell something. Thank God I'm getting it. Thank God I got a job van, too, huh? That thing's not coming here. It is not coming here. Are you telling me that thing's coming here? How else am I going to drive around, babe? You... No. You can drive the Kia to go get the van. That's the point of the Kia. No, don't give me that shit grin. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we lit- Oh, and we got the motorcycle. I forgot about that. We got the fun toy. Yeah. Which Sean keeps telling me that he doesn't need it and doesn't like it because we have the Corvette. I'm be honest with you, we should keep that fucker. I know for a fact. God. Come next spring, yeah. you're going to be like, babe, why do we sell that motorcycle? It was so nice and it was so cheap. I love that motorcycle. I, when I ride it, I love it. And then I get done riding, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't need that. Dude. So we you're have, so, you're menace. menace. So yesterday, yesterday I went to um, estate planning up in the uh, up in the cities. I went, uh, or sorry, up in the cities. I'm an idiot. Chatech, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the cities. Chatech. <laughs> um, uh, our bank, Sterling Bank. Uh, shout out to them. They're um, amazing. If you're looking for a loan, I'm not going to tell you to use them, but I use them. So think about that. Um, we go up there because they're holding an estate planning thing. They feed us this Mexican lunch and it was the good. We're hanging out and we're learning about power, powers of attorneys, estates, trusts, uh, benefactor, benefactors and stuff like that. And a power of attorney <laughs> makes, um, you can have a financial power of attorney to, and you can put in, you can put in stipulations. So it's, you can either put it in as like, if you become incompetent, they take control, or you can give them as much power as you want and sign a thing. So for a power of attorney, what, what instantly, the first thing I thought of was I was like, Oh, I should make Sam a power of attorney for vehicle purchasing. I was like, dude. <laughs> we should do that. This would be fucking genius. It would be. Yeah. Because, okay, guys. <laughs> this this is my car history. Are we ready for this? I had, uh, no, I don't even know what year it was. I don't know, 19-something Mercury Mystique that I... Uh, 
was a child. I mean, I was 16 when I had it, and I blew up the engine, but that's a different story. And then after that, I had my 1994, 1993 Honda Accord, and I had, his name was Bruce, too, guys. He was black. Um, I loved him. I had him for probably, uh, let's see, when I was 19 until I started dating you. Yeah, I was about a year into dating me. So, 24, 25. And I made you get rid of it. Because the brakes were going out. The brakes would just fucking go <laughs> randomly. And I'm like, hey, you know when you're driving and you don't have brakes, that's not safe. Yeah. Still, I had that thing for, I mean, six, seven years. Um, so, yeah, Sean made me sell that. And then we had the Honda Fit after that. And that just had some rough idle issues. And after we sold that, I haven't owned a vehicle since the Honda Fit. Like, I haven't had one in my name. Um, I used the Key Spectra for a long time that Sean sold on me. And then the GMC Sierra that Sean sold on me. Yep. The Saturn wagon. Oh, the Saturn wagon. I forgot about that. It was after Bruce. The SW5. Oh, my gosh. That thing was so cool. Um, Literally, let's talk about that vehicle. The coolest thing ever. Um, Growing up. I grew up, uh, my best friend was Marie Crone, and I, their family is pretty much a second family to me. Um, and growing up, the Crones had this Saturn wagon, and it was, it was a lot of fun. Me and Marie have had a lot of fun, because that was uh, Marie's first car, and it, like, had been in their family forever, forever. Um, and, yeah, they sold it to us for... Not that much. I think like $100 or something. Um, and so that's what I whipped around in after we sold Bruce. And God, Sean loved it. I think Sean drove it more than me for a, a while. What mm-hmm. did what did I drive? Oh, did you give me the Volvo? Was that the Volvo time? I don't know. Sean would just go whipping around on this thing all the time. And then good old Ryan Gray used it. One time, <laughs> one time he used it, blew up the transmission. Driving this thing for years, Ryan's like, "Hey, can I use that?" I'm like, "Yeah, go for it." Blows the transmission. Thanks, Ryan. Um, I will admit that thing shifted so hard. I thought that transmission was gonna go out the first week we had it. Right, but you and I knew how to like, cause you kind of had to like, like feather the gas yeah. pedal a little bit, so then it would just. Eventually, it would shift a lot smoother, mm-hmm. and we knew that, and I don't think we told Ryan that. No, no. Do you realize we drove that thing to the Cifaldi's wedding in Pepin? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we are so lucky it didn't break down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That thing was an interesting ride. Um, I loved it. It was probably the worst vehicle in the snow. Oh, yeah. It was... didn't even matter. Like, that thing on the on the normal road, drove straight, drove fine, good to go. As soon as snow hit, you couldn't control it. No, I fishtailed on that thing so many times. It, and it even, like, it didn't even turn right. And it wasn't even the tires. It felt like the damn thing was just going to fall apart. No, oh, yeah, Sean one time, like, took the tire and was just, like, moving it on the asphalt. It was just going everywhere. Oh, yeah, that that was when the, uh... It the, was like the, the tie rods were going? No, it was, um... Like, the stabilizer link came off, mm, and mm-hmm. so it was just the A-arm holding it. So I put a new stabilizer bar in, and then that solved that. Yeah. But um, it felt like 
the car was just so neat. It was just, it was squirrely. It was squirrely, man. Dude, I love that thing. I forgot about that guy. Um, okay, finish. Go ahead. Oh, that was it. That was my story. Ryan killed it. Sean, I think Sean was more upset than I was, actually. That car was so gangster. Mm-hmm. It was cool. So gangster. Um, yes. Yeah, it, so it's those... probably a good thing it died because that was at the beginning of winter. And running that through winter was going to be scary. God, I already drove it through scary. A winter before that. Yeah. Two winters before that. Oh, it was bad. Bad, bad. Um, so, yeah, that's my car history, guys. Uh, I do not care what I drive in. I do not care what it looks like. Um, I mean, I obviously have my preferences. I really do like my Hondas. My Hondas have been good to me. Um, and, yeah, uh, so that would be a good idea, Sean, because... I would not let you buy stupid shit or sell stupid shit because you don't like how it looks. Mm-hmm. So, I've got a mental barrier. How how do I just tell myself that I'm not going to buy another vehicle? Just like that. You, maybe you should write it down every day, too today i am not gonna buy another vehicle so i have to keep the truck and the kia why is that an issue we have a surplus of cars why is that an issue for you all of a sudden it's not all of a sudden this plays through my mind every day (laughs) i know but i remember at one point in time like you were worried i think it was actually when the saturn died because that was like our spare car and you're just like I haven't not had an extra car in so long. You're right. And right now we have an extra car. So part of part of part of what's ruined me, Sam, is that you switch. How many vehicles have you had in your entire life? Over thirty-five. Exactly. Easily. Um. Part of part of the part of the part of the thing is part of the thing is here, Sam. I got spoiled with a garage, and um, and I always parked the vehicles in the garage. What? What? I never parked vehicles in a garage until two years ago, and now what? Go ahead, keep going. Now that we park them in the garage, it's so nice for the winter to not have to to scrape a car off, and so. Couldn't, like, honestly, couldn't we get it, like, a pop-up, those pop-up tent things, and put it in front of our current garage? Probably. Probably. But that would just solve all my problems. We couldn't do that. Then I have nothing to complain about. What would I, what would, what would occupy my mind then? I don't know. Thinking about what cool classic cars we'll have in the future Hmm. yeah yeah i guess um mm -hmm. so i gotta i gotta i love how this i love how this conversation went from normal conversation to my stupid emotions with cars you know we should honestly just have a car podcast because I think you could talk about them literally every single week. I'm not even giving people value here. I'm just 
throwing out like, yeah, dude, I, I'm incapable of owning nice vehicles or shitty vehicles long term. Any vehicle. I cannot own a vehicle long term. No, you can't. What if I did one time though? I think right now it's literally only me holding us together with keeping all the vehicles we have. 100% I would have sold everything I've owned by now. I mean, I you've, recycled it. you've I've tried. tried. I've tried. And I think it was fate that no one wanted them. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, maybe I just need to write down every day. Do not sell your shit. Do not sell your shit. Do yeah, not you, sell your shit. You could be like Bart, Bart Simpson. Writing on the chalkboard over and over. Yep. I do. So so I will say this. I would like a place or like driveway. I would like somewhere to live that is easier to store an extra vehicle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So... Um, cause right now how our driveway is, you have to park in front of like a garage stall. Yeah. And a lot, like a lot of the times I have to drive my truck to work for the day. And so if I knew what vehicle I was going to drive to work that day, I can park it in the garage, get up and run that out. But no, but now I have to keep that out of the garage cause I got to start it in the morning to get it out. Um, so there's no way for me not to have to like start and clean off a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And that's like where my big hiccup is where like when we lived at second street, why it didn't matter at like second street was the like L driveway where you had like, Oh yeah. There's like different a... places to park. Yeah. And you could park in three or two different places to not even affect the garage. Yeah. And so, like, then having extra vehicles didn't matter because it was super easy to just grab one, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, you could always just park one uh, in between the house and the garage. Yeah, yeah. It's just if we have Scott plowing for us in the winter. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to move them when they... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it's uh, so, snowing. Um, because yeah. your mom parks in the front yard anyways once it snows. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where it would be nice to... Um... Oh, yeah. Actually, once your mom parks in the front yard, then we'll be able to park one off to the side where she parks now. Or I could park in the front yard. Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay, Sean. I think 50 minutes about cars is uh, long enough. I'm sorry, guys. This was such a pointless conversation to you be a part of. Um, I hope you got nothing out of it. And uh, I, mean, I did would you, be surprised if you even made it this far. Did you tell them this was non-educational today? I told them we'd be doing two types of podcasts. Oh, but you didn't mention that this was the second type of podcast. Nope. Nice job. So, <laughs> if you made it this far, happy I wasted your time. And... Um, and uh, catch us on the next one. That will probably be informational because I learned some stuff at the estate planning that I want to research, um, which is uh, like whole whole life insurance 
And I'm finally going to get to my brother's conversation where he asked me about IRAs and stuff. Um, and so I want to start researching that some more to see how those could fund real estate projects uh, with before tax money. Mm. If you have any ideas of what we should, um, they'll still all be under the Tutors of Life podcast, but give us some ideas of what we should call each of them. Mm-hmm. And we'll like put in the show notes, like if it's an informational one or if it's a BS one, so then you know if it. If, if you like listening to this and just listening to us banter on, then by all means listen to it. Um, but you'll be able to. The Tutors of Life banter. There we go. You'll be able to decide if, if it's uh, worth your time or if you want to listen to it or whatever. Yep. So Okay, well, that's it for me. Check us out on tutorsoflife.com to read our fascinating blogs. Yes. Are we still posting those twice a week? Yep. Yep. Cool. Um, Well, thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.